Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Give Me Understanding podcast, and I'm the host, Aaron Dodson. Psalm 119, verse 34, best describes this podcast. The psalmist wrote in the long ago, Give me understanding, and I shall keep your law. Indeed, I shall observe it with my whole heart. This is the podcast where I discuss the sacred text, and I do my best to help myself and others understand it, so that we might keep God's law, and that we might observe it with our whole hearts. This episode is what I would like to think of as a supplemental episode to an episode that I did with a good friend of mine, Barry O'Dell, about three weeks ago regarding Sunday night services. And um, Barry and I discussed that subject to help teach the whole counsel of God and to differentiate between law and also matters of liberty and also the authority of elders. And in this episode, I'm going to let this episode be a supplement to that I want to give some reasons uh, to attend a second Sunday service and uh, some type of midweek Bible service, a Bible study service. Um, But before I do that, I want to lay a brief groundwork. In the first episode uh, that this episode supplements, uh, from Scripture we discuss how a second service on Sunday is not a command from God. Yet elders have been delegated authority from God to to teach and to encourage and to require even uh, other events, other services, if you will. Exodus, or not Exodus, I'm sorry, Hebrews 13, 7, we are charged, remember those who rule over you, who have spoken the word of God to you, whose faith follow Consider the outcome of their conduct. Then verse 17, Obey those who rule over you and be submissive, for they watch out for your souls as those who must give account. Let them do so with joy and not with grief, for that would be unprofitable for you. So God has delegated authority to elders. And if elders teach the flock to attend other services, then we are to obey those who rule over us. Elderships should know what's best for the local flock because they are shepherds and the members are the sheep, the flock. And they should know that flock and they should know what is best for that flock. There are benefits for having a second service on Sunday and a midweek service of some type during the week. Often it's called Wednesday night Bible study. Some congregations have a Thursday night Bible study instead of Wednesday. I have a list, and and I think this list could be extended. It's a list to which more could be added. But I have given some thought to these things, and I think the list that I have will do what I want it to do in this episode, reasons and benefits to attend and participate in a second Sunday service and a midweek service. The first of these benefits or reasons and benefits is to obey our elders who love us and to obey the charge not to make their work a grief to them, grievous. If a congregation has an eldership and that eldership has uh, opened the building, extended the arms of the congregation, if you will, invited, encouraged, 
and require the members to be there, then in order to follow that leadership, we must obey. We must submit to that leadership. And so to attend and participate in a second Sunday service and or a midweek service, whatever the elders may so uh, established for that congregation. Many congregations have a second Sunday service, <coughs> excuse me, and a midweek service of come, some kind, some type of midweek Bible study. And so a good reason and benefit is to attend these and participate in them is to obey the local leaders of the flock who are the spiritual shepherds over that spiritual flock. They love us and we are charged to not only obey them, but not to make their work grievous, a grief to them. And I know, I'm sure, I've never been an elder, but I'm sure I've seen uh, good elders. Uh, when members uh, pass that by and they decide to stay home and watch TV or go to a sporting event or just stay home and sleep in because they chose not to come to a second service on Sunday and or a, a service during the week, a Bible study, a collective effort such as that, it's a grief to them because they have these services prepared and open and, 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 and engaged in so that people can be blessed by them. And I'm going to talk more about that. A second reason and benefit to attend a second Sunday service and a, and a midweek service is to help us obey the command to be filled with the Spirit by singing songs of praise to God. Ephesians 5, verses 18 and 19. And with each of these, I have at least one, some of them two verses that I want to share. Ephesians 5, 18 and 19 the church at Ephesus was charged to not be drunk or filled with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. And on a second service on Sunday and on a Wednesday night uh, service, it's yet another opportunity to help us obey this command to be filled with the Spirit by singing songs of praise, to sing hymns, psalms, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in our hearts to the Lord. We need help in obeying God's commands. And a second service and a midweek service only helps us to obey this command. We need to be filled with the Spirit of God. And the way we do that is by singing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in our heart to the Lord. Number three, to help us obey the command of God to study the Scriptures. You're familiar. You remember 2 Timothy 2.15. The New King James Version says, Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. The King James Version says, study to show thyself approved. The American Standard Version says, handling aright the word of truth. You put all that together, what is Paul charging Timothy to do? And us as well, to make every effort. That's what the Greek word translated study or be diligent means. Make every effort to present yourself approved to God. Now think about it. Here's an opportunity on a second Sunday service 
where the Word of God will be taught in some fashion, either through a devotional-type lesson or through a sermon or through a Bible class. Same concept true on Wednesday night. And a lot of times churches offer uh, Bible classes for varying age groups or sometimes by gender to help them in growing in their knowledge of the Word of God. And that's my next point I want to make, so don't let me jump ahead. But this third idea, to help us obey this command to study the Bible. We need help in obeying God's commands. And one of those commands is to be diligent, to make every effort to present ourselves approved to God. And when a local eldership over a local congregation says, hey, we believe a Sunday night or a second service of some type on Sunday and a Wednesday service or Thursday, whatever the case may be, we believe this will help us to obey the command to study the Word of God, then those who are in that flock listen to that leadership and take advantage of that opportunity. Another passage that I want to mention along this line about helping us to obey the command to study God's Word is uh, 2 Peter 1, verse 5. 2 Peter 1, verse 5 says, But also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, to perseverance godliness, to godliness brotherly kindness, to brotherly kindness love Reasons and benefits to attend a second Sunday service and a midweek service of some kind. Again, number three, to help us obey the command of God to study the Bible. We're to grow in these Christian virtues, as we call them a lot of times. Second Peter 1, 5, add to your faith virtue to virtue knowledge. We grow in knowledge of God's Word when we hear it taught in a wonderful way in a second Sunday service, and in a midweek Bible study setting. Number four, to help us grow in knowledge. Not only to help us obey the command, but to help us actually grow. I love 1 Peter 2.2. I mean, that's the point of studying God's Word, to grow closer to God. 1 Peter 2.2, we're to be as newborn babes and desire the pure milk of the Word that we may grow there. By. And then Second Peter, the same writer, a different letter, but grow, this is Second Peter 3.18, grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So again, these types of services are designed to help us grow in knowledge. Number five, to help us grow closer to God and increase our faith. Uh, I kind of already said that, but I want to mention the increase of our faith from hearing the Word of God. Remember Romans 10? Remember verse uh, 16 and 17, how Paul was discussing that many of the Jews in the first century had not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah had said, Lord, who has believed our report? So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. But I say, have they not heard? Yes, indeed, their sound has gone out to all the earth. The prophets had preached. The gospel message had gone out. And the apostles and the prophets of the first century were involved in this work also. How did the faith that God wanted them to have, how did it come about? How could it come about? How would it come about? Through hearing the word of God taught. Do you ever feel that your faith needs more strength? It needs to increase and grow? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that you do sometimes. I feel that way. A second service, and even on Sunday, and a midweek service only helps 
to perpetuate the increase of faith by hearing the Word of God and talking about the Word of God. And I may talk about that again in a moment in this episode. By participating in whatever Bible study venues, if you will, Bible study opportunities, there are classroom settings, discussion classes, etc. And I think those types of setups are very wise. They can help people uh, in addition to just a lecture. Lectures are good. But they can be limited, especially if that's all the church ever offer, offers is, is lecture. We would do well, and, and we're, we are wise to offer discussion. And we have such opportunities even where I'm at and probably where you are as well in Bible class settings. Number six, to be um, in association with the best people on earth. Hebrews 10, 24 and 25 was mentioned in the first uh, episode uh, to which I referred earlier that this episode supplements. Hebrews 10, 24 and 25, I do not believe uh, it was speaking of a second service, uh, speaking of one, uh, the assembling of ourselves together. However, the same concepts are true about considering each other, stirring each other up to love and good works through singing songs, etc., in a worship service, a second service, even songs sang in a midweek get-together, a midweek assembly, a midweek study. We want and need to have a close association with the best people on earth, We are coming together with God's people and to build our relationship with one another and to know one another better. These other services, in addition to a what's usually the main AM service, as sometimes we think of them being, these are only further opportunities to help us in our association and in our fellowship with these wonderful people, our brothers and sisters, locally. And they help to push forward the importance of the local congregation and the great need to know one another, to spend time with one another, even in the assembly, before and after that assembly, even at the building. There are many opportunities for encouragement, not only Bible study, but encouragement and building up. Number seven, reasons and benefits to attend a second Sunday service and and a midweek service to help us live the blessed life. You remember Psalm 1, verses 1 and 2, blessed is the man, the person who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Notice this, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, the word of God, And in his law, he meditates day and night. By coming together collectively, even for a second service and a midweek service, it helps us to focus in on the blessed life. The blessed life. The blessed life is one who meditates on God's Word day and night. And folks, again... A second service and a midweek service can only help with that. Number next, number eight. 
to help us meditate on the right things. Oh, we need help with this. There is so much evil and wickedness in the world. There are so many distractions. Yet, we are to keep our minds focused on the things that are right. Why is it that we are often anxious? Why is it that we are often uh, subject to not only temptation, but sin? Listen to Philippians 4, 6 through 8. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, If there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Reasons and benefits to attend a second Sunday service and a midweek service. Number eight, to help us meditate on the right things. Our mind is constantly being bombarded with false ideas, false religion. And I believe that if we put our hearts and minds in the right place, a second service and a midweek service only help to meditate, help us to meditate on the right things. Whatever things are true, noble, just, pure, lovely, of good report, virtuous, and praiseworthy, think or meditate on these things. Surely, when we assemble together and we hear the truth of God's Word, we hear the noble Word of God, we hear His just teachings, His just his just doctrines, when we hear his, the purity of his word and we hear about the great love of God and all those things that, make who, that are of a good report, the things that are virtuous and praiseworthy and singing and prayer and building up one another and encouragement, surely those things are the things that are praiseworthy, aren't they? Yes, they are. And we need to meditate on those things. Again, a second service and a midweek service only help us to meditate on the right things, number eight. Number nine, to help us overcome sin. Matthew 4, 4. You remember that it's recorded three times that Jesus responded to Satan's barrage, to his attack, his vehement, audacious attacks against the Son of God. Jesus responded to those with, it is written. And we do need to remember, we, we don't need to think, well, he was the son of God, and since he wrote the Bible, he, he knows everything. I, I don't know that that's the right uh, line to go down. I think we do a great disservice in dis, uh, to, to the humanity of Jesus if we just look at him and think that he couldn't be tempted because he could be. That means he was a man, Hebrews 4, Hebrews 2, etc., But also, are we aware of the fact, or have we forgotten, that Luke chapter 4, Luke tells us that it was Jesus' custom from the time he was a child to go to the synagogue, 
and learn Scripture. Luke 4, 16, So he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up, and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. So it was his habitual practice to attend synagogue and hear the Word of God read and taught, etc. And no doubt, no doubt, it helped him to overcome sin. Because when the time came, that's what he used to resist temptation. It is written. It is written. It is written. Record it three times, but we know good and well. He said and believed that many more times than just three times in his life on this earth. I truly believe we can be, if we are not only there, but we are engaged We can be strengthened by being together and hearing God's Word and talking about God's Word. And in so doing, it helps us to overcome sin because we're reminded, hey, the Bible says, God has said, God taught us to do this. God taught us to do that. And folks, we need help in overcoming sin. And the more time we're together studying God's Word and worshiping God together, reflecting on God's Word and life and one another, it will help us to overcome sin. Number 10, to help us gain understanding. To gain the proper understanding of God's Word, we have to spend time reading it and meditating upon it. We can't just do it you know, every now and then. And again, Sunday A second Sunday service and a midweek service only helps us to do this in a deeper, fuller, richer way. Psalm 119, verse 130. Psalm 119, verse 130. The entrance of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple To the mind that's willing to be shaped, it gives us the proper understanding of life and temptation and sin and everlasting life, spiritual life, growth, God's character, etc. If we're going to gain understanding, and we all need help in understanding life and decisions and wisdom and God's Word itself, being together, sharing that knowledge, teaching that knowledge, it only helps us. Number 11, to help us in preparing to give an answer and, and to not only give an answer, but also to defend our faith. I think of 1 Peter. Uh, 1 Peter is about you know, glorifying Christ through suffering. And 1 Peter 3, verse 15, Peter, in speaking about, you know, who is he who will harm you if, if you become followers of what is good? But even if you should suffer for righteousness' sake, you are blessed. And don't be afraid of their threats, nor be troubled. Instead, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and fear, having a good conscience, that when they defame you as evildoers, those who revile your good conduct in Christ may be ashamed, for it is better if it is the will of God to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. I believe that a second Sunday service and a midweek service, that they can only help us in preparing to give an answer to defend our faith. And folks, we need to defend the faith more. 
We're charged to earnestly contend for the faith, Jude 3. We're not commanded to be nice. We're commanded to be kind, and, and I could talk about that. The idea is to be useful and beneficial, 1 Corinthians 13. Love is kind. That doesn't mean it doesn't teach the whole truth and nothing but the truth. It doesn't mean it waters down the truth. It doesn't mean it never says anything that's straightforward or needed to, needed to be heard. No, it doesn't mean that at all. We need to give an answer to defend our faith and to defend the faith. And along these lines, I think it might be good to start a questions and answer session even where I am. I know some congregations do this. Some of my fr- fellow uh, friends, my fellow evangelists do this in the congregations where they are. A certain service, a certain Sunday night, or even every Sunday night, they varying formats of this, they will study the Word of God in this way. They will have a box or some means, some number to be texted or whatnot ahead of time, and the evangelist will take these questions in and study the Word of God and give answers, so questions and answers, so that that will help each individual in defending their own faith and asking and answering questions that they may have and that others around them may have that said brothers or sisters need help in answering. So, again, reasons and benefits to attend a second service on Sunday and a midweek service to help us in preparing to give an answer and to defend the faith. Number 12, to help us in seeking first the kingdom of God. Notice I said to help us in seeking first the kingdom of God. If a congregation, for whatever reason, chooses not to have a second service on Sunday, that does not mean that that group is not seeking first the kingdom of God. There may be various reasons why that congregation has chosen not to have a second service. But again, I'm speaking uh, I'm speaking in regard to when a congregation does have a second service and they do have a midweek service, etc. Those services can help us to seek first the kingdom of God. You say, how? Because when our elders lead us and guide us and they say, hey, we want the flock, if they are physically able, they're not sick, they're not uh, in the hospital, you know, they're not, they're not at work and they can't help it, it's beyond their control, what, whatever the case is, whatever that eldership says to the congregation, it necessitates us to make a choice. Will we seek first the kingdom of God? Matthew 6.33 tells us, Jesus said, that we are to seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, not food, shelter, and clothing, and not other things. A second service, a midweek service, again, can only help us in seeking first the kingdom. Why? Because it helps us in our schedule to prioritize certain spiritual things like worship, Bible study, edification, building up, Bible conversation, Bible questions and answers, singing of psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, lifting up of prayers, making supplications for our brothers and sisters in Christ, etc. But also because since we're all together again, it moves us to want to seek the kingdom of God first, when our hearts are in it, of course. Number 13, to help me get ready for the final test. And this is, like all of them, important, and this one has a ring of, of, of seriousness to me, to me personally. You remember the fact that Jesus said that his 
words will judge in the last day. John 12, 48. So when we come together and we talk about God's Word, we question, not irreverently, but we question things in and about God's Word to better know and better understand. When we hear sermons taught, when we attend Bible classes and participate and engage our hearts in the message, again, they help us to prepare for the final test. And that's true of a second Sunday service and a midweek service. But let me mention one more thing. This is the 14th and final thing that I want to mention. And I'm sure there are more. You may be listening right now and you're thinking, he left something out, something real good, something you're welcome to, you know, message me on social media and let me know what you think or add something to it. That's fine. But I want to mention this. Another good reason and a benefit to attend a second Sunday service and a midweek service when the elders or the congregation has so agreed, they so decided to do such, is to encourage others in the congregation regarding those services and all the things I've already mentioned. Somebody might word it like, well, being a good example. I like to say it like this. By attending and participating from the heart, it encourages others in the congregation. We are not encouraged by those who do not attend. Again, we understand some, for some reason, are not able. And I've taught, if, if, you've, if you're a member you know, where I serve or if you've listened to me through Podbean and other social media platforms, the podcast that I've put out, you understand you know, some of the things that I've said along these lines before. But you know, we are encouraged by those who attend. We're not, we're not encouraged by those who don't attend. So to get on board and say, you know, hey, I want to take advantage of what the elders have put forth for the congregation, and I want to obey my leaders. And I want to, I want to get out of it what they want me to get out. I want to get out even the thing, I want to get out from it the things that Aaron has mentioned, you know, to help us to obey the elders who love us and to obey the charge not to make their work grievous. To help us obey the command to be filled with the Spirit by singing songs of praise. To help us obey the command of God to study the Scriptures. To help us grow in knowledge. To help us grow closer to God and increase our faith. To help us in our association with the best people on earth by being together for spiritual purposes. To, to help us live the blessed life. To, to truly help us meditate on the right things that we need to meditate on. To help us overcome sin. To help us gain understanding to help us in preparing to give an answer and a defense for our faith and for the faith, to help us in seeking first the kingdom of God, and to help us be ready for the final test. All of those things. When I choose to attend, when you choose to attend and participate from the heart, we are encouraging others in the congregation relative to all those things. You just can't go wrong with that. Again, not talking about if you're not able, but if you've heard me before, as the parable of the talents teaches, when we have opportunity and ability, we have responsibility. And certainly it would be careless and it would be wrong for a child of God who is able and has the opportunity 
instead of going to and participating in that second service on Sunday, instead of participating in that midweek service that the elders have provided, that time of feeding to stay home and watch a sporting event or go to an ASU sporting event here, that's personal, that's something local with us, but wherever you may live, to say, I'd rather sleep, to say I'd rather watch my favorite show or my favorite movie, I'd rather spend time with non-Christian friends. Again, that hurts the local church because the local church has a time and opportunity to do specific things together of a spiritual nature. And when we choose to do other things that are not connected to obeying God, oh, that is not good. That's bad. You know, everything that I've mentioned in this podcast, someone might could say, you know, but I could do all those things at home. No, you couldn't. Because all the things that I've mentioned are in direct connection to a collective effort, a collective service. And perhaps the greatest things of all Sure, you can study at home, and and you need to, and you must. And, And I dare not leave out the fact that we need to be doing these things every day, not just Sunday morning, Sunday a second service, or Wednesday night, or midweek service, other night of the week. I'll come back to that before I close. Yeah, yeah, you can study at home. Yeah, you can sing songs of praise to God at home. You can grow in knowledge of God's Word at home. You can increase your faith by studying God's Word at home. You can learn to live the blessed life more by studying God's Word and meditating on it, on it at home. And all, nearly all the things I've mentioned, not all, you, it doesn't help you in associating with the best people on earth because you're not assembling. But the way I have put all these things forth in this episode is to get us to think about doing them collectively and some of the greatest benefits of doing these things the way that I've said them in connection with a second Sunday service and a Wednesday or a Thursday, whatever the case may be, is that a collective service, collective services, I should say, they provide accountability and and, and they provide encouragement edification opportunities that are collective. And I don't know what you're doing at home. You don't know what I'm doing at home. But we have a better idea of what we're doing when we're together. We, sure, you can sit in church services and stare at the wall and I think that you love the Lord and maybe you don't. Sure, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about those that want to serve the Lord. And when you're together... It only provides an extra level, a special level, I should say, of encouragement and accountability. I want to close with these thoughts, though. Acts chapter 2, verse 46. The early church, so continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart. Wow. Wow. What is that? Let me read it again. So continuing daily 
with one accord. Acts 5, 42. This is speaking of the apostles. And daily in the temple and in every house, they did not cease teaching and preaching Jesus as the Christ. Acts 6, 1. Because their widows, the last phrase, were neglected, notice, in the daily distribution. The daily distribution. Acts 17, 11. These were more noble than those in Thessalonica, no, more fair-minded, in that they received the word with all readiness and searched the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. Wow, daily. Verse 17, Therefore he, Paul, reasoned in the synagogue with the Jews and with the Gentile worshipers and in the marketplace daily with those who happened to be there. And then in chapter 19, verse 9, Acts 19, verse 9, but when some were hardened and did not believe, but spoke evil of the way before the multitude, he, Paul, departed from them and withdrew the disciples, reasoning daily in the school of Tyrannus. Special service to God on a daily basis. Hmm. Something to think about. We need to feed on the Word of God daily. We ought to have a song on our heart daily. We ought to desire to grow in knowledge daily. We ought to grow closer to God and increase our faith daily. We ought to, as much as possible, associate, connect with, fellowship with the best people on earth, that is, the Lord's church. On a daily basis, we should seek to live the blessed life and meditate on the right things and overcome sin, a learning and, and living by it is written. We ought to daily seek to understand God's Word, daily seek to prepare to give an answer and defend the faith. We ought to daily seek first the kingdom of God. We ought to daily help ourselves to get ready for the final test by knowing the words of Jesus, John 12, 48. We ought daily to encourage others in the congregation. We cannot limit the things that I have said, the efforts that we put forth, to only Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. We need to be doing them daily. And then when we do that, we come together on, say, a Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night, and it's all the more richer. I hope that that thought will resonate in your mind and in mine to be daily striving to do these things as much as we are able to deepen the richness and the, and the benefit of that collective effort together, which is usually twice on Sunday and once during the middle of the week. Listen to your elders. Listen to them. And obey them. Unless they command you to do something that the Bible says is sinful, obey them and follow their example. And encourage them. And love every opportunity that you can be together. There's some who, instead of seeking to give the Lord their very best, they look for the minimum that they can do. That's, that's not the way to be. On the other hand, there are some who are literally at 
every service, but their heart is away from God. Don't be like that. Jesus speaks of those types of people. Matthew 15, 8 through 9. Don't be that type of person. Instead, may we be the people who are seeking God from the heart and every opportunity that the elders provide as much as we are able, we not only attend, but we participate with the heart and otherwise, as God so dictates in His Word, as the role God has given us so dictates, and as a participant, one who sings and joins in collectively with the prayers, the Lord's Supper, the giving, the teaching of Bible classes, the Bible questions and answers, the Bible discussions to build one another up. Participate. Participate. Don't just be one who comes and sits silently through Bible class and never, ever says anything, never asks questions. You see, commenting and asking questions from a sincere heart can push you to a greater level of understanding and a greater level of fellowship as well. I know sometimes adults struggle with making comments in adult class, but folks, if we would let down our guard and ask questions that we really want to know the answer to, when we ask with sincerity and genuineness, not we're not asking a question to try to stump the teacher. We're asking questions because we want to know God more. We want to understand His Word. Why? Because we want to live by it. As the theme verse of this podcast says, Give me understanding, and I, and I shall keep your law. Indeed, I shall observe it with my whole heart. So we can keep it and observe it. How? With all of our hearts. Not as some checklist. We can check boxes and then forget God on Monday and Tuesday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday, but get real serious on Sunday and Wednesdays. No. And not one who thinks they're doing what they can throughout the week and they don't need or don't want to come. Or if the elders have so charged the church to come to these other services, second service on Sunday and midweek service, don't be a person who thinks, well, I don't have to do what the elders say. That's just wrong. That's disobeying God's word and God's authority, mind you. Not merely what we think of as the elders' authority, but God's authority that he's delegated to those leadership, those leaderships, the elderships in each local congregation. I have many fond memories of, of attending not only one service on Sunday, but two, and a midweek service, and sometimes other events as well, many times, often, and maybe you do too. Help others to see that great importance and the and the the love, the joy, the blessings that you receive from being as active, as attentive, as participating, if that's the right grammar, as participating as possible with the right heart that I want to learn and grow. I want to give my Lord my very best. I'm going to end with 1 Corinthians 15, verse 8 through 10. Paul saw himself as one born out of due time 
as the least of the apostles, who he thought was not worthy to be called an apostle. And the reason why was because he persecuted the church of God. Notice what he said, though. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace toward me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God which is upon me, or which was with me. So he labored more not to earn his way to heaven, because he couldn't do that, he 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 didn't do it so he could show everybody he was more righteous than they. He did it because of the grace of God that was upon him. And may we attend and participate in the second service on Sunday, the midweek study, the other events, the gospel meetings, the special Bible classes, etc., as much as we're able. Instead of casting them aside and saying, well, I've done enough for the Lord. Instead, look at it as, I want to do more for the Lord. I want to engage in God's word more. None of us needs God and his word less. We all need God's word more in our lives. And we can do that. Yes, we we must work jobs to provide for our families, but that doesn't mean that we can't have a song on our heart and a scripture in our heart that we repeat ourselves, that we meditate upon while we're working wherever we're working and doing whatever we're doing. It doesn't mean that we can't sit down and study the Bible before we go to work or on our lunch break or when we get off work and we get home or before we go to bed at night. Yes, we can. And a heart who is seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness does just that. May God help us Give us the physical strength to seek him in a deeper way, in a greater way. Lord willing, even from hearing this podcast, it this has given me more accountability. Just by talking about things, these things, knowing that I am putting these things that I have said out publicly for people to hear, it drives me to a deeper level, to a greater level of accountability. And I profess to you that I believe that's, that's what a second service on Sunday does, and that's what a, a midweek Bible study does, and even other things as well. Participate, 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 folks, with the right heart and the desire to learn and grow because you love Jesus. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If it blessed your life, share it. Get it out there where others can hear it. Be the algorithm so that others can hear it. If you have any questions about anything that I've said on this podcast episode or another one, you can find me on social media, uh, on Facebook, Aaron J. Dodson. I even have a public preaching and teaching page that's set up for those who want to follow uh, the ministry that I do, the uh, the service, the work that I do for the Lord, especially in regard to you know public teaching, the podcast, and things such as that. You can find me on Facebook, Aaron J. Dodson. Uh, evangelist and bible teacher you can find me under that that name on facebook and you can send me a private message on there if you have a question or if you have a subject that you'd like for me to cover in a future episode again thank you so much for listening and god bless and i'll catch you next time